A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Good morning from Cape Town the lovely waterfront once again and we're in a nice spot in Denanka Bar although we're drinking sparkling water I can assure you I'm not sure I think Donald's on the G&T's but there you oh. go and there's the 12 o'clock gun it's all happening here in Cape Town on the eve of the third test this is the Irish Examiner rugby podcast I'm here with Donald Lenehan I'm Simon Lewis the rugby correspondent of the Irish Examiner and we're here to talk about the deciding rubber in this fascinating if not exciting three game series it's one apiece what did you make of the second test and the Lions pretty sorry defeat really 27-9 yeah an amazing turnaround after half time I mean the Lions were in a they were leading at half time and so much in a better position than they were at the same stage in the first test uh, to be quite honest at that stage if you were told to be beaten 21-0 in the second half you wouldn't believe it mm. uh, but again we've seen throughout this tour small little momentum shifts in the first test it came with Quagga Smith dropping a restart Lions getting a, a penalty from that from the subsequent line out they got a try Luke Cohen Dickey which ironically is the only try the, the Lions have scored mm. in the test series uh, it was the other way around last time out uh, uh, a, a far more impressive try if you like brilliant um, thought from Andre Pollard sucked he saw Watson had come up off the wing lovely chip in behind the defence and uh, Makazola Mapimpe who you know has impressed in the two tests for me even mm. off limited possession scored a try which really lifted the Springboks at a time when uh, they needed some form of injection and uh, you know it went downhill from there the manner with which the Lions set piece fell apart uh, scrum in particular, uh, Diager then came on and made a massive impact. Mm. Uh, 55 minutes into the game, really, I think the impact he had on both their lineup, which enabled them to set up their mall, and also from restarts. I mean, where the the Springboks had been sloppy, all of a sudden they were commanding in the air. That enabled them to get the front foot. Their kicking the game became so much better. And let's be honest, the Lions back three fell apart I mean they wouldn't catch a cold mm. given the way that second half went and discipline as well discipline evaporated absolutely I mean uh, I think penalty count against the Lions was 8-2 in that second half they gave away 15 penalties in total in the second test and uh, you know 10 is the magic number you can't afford to give 15 pe and penalties are the lifeblood for the spring box because from penalties they either kick for the poles and Pollard you know even though he hasn't been um, sort of hitting the 100% mm -hmm. mark um, you know he's been effective if they're too far out from the penalties they'll go to the corner and that mm -hmm. enables them uh, generate the, the line out gives them the ball I mean the big factor for me was the fact that uh, Springboks had only four line outs throughout the whole first test mm -hmm. 
They had eight lineouts alone and twelve in total in the second half. Eight lineouts alone in the second half, mm. and that platform enabled them to do what they do best, and that is strangle the life out of you, yeah. punish the game, slow it down, and uh, you know that lack of tempo I think really killed the Lions in the end. Yeah, that's certainly been a focus for Warren Gatland and his coaches this week. The, the lack of tempo and and kind of kicking themselves for getting dragged into it as well, like rising to the bait, waste, you know, playing into that time-wasting aspect of the Springboks game that, you know, all right, we'll have a little, you know, melee here and there and that'll slow things down again. And uh, the Lions just couldn't get going in that test. Yeah, look, it was it was awful. Uh, not sure what it was like to watch on the television. You know, it's, it's well documented at this stage. The second half was 116 minutes long. I think the TMO interventions took about 20 minutes, mm. uh, yet the ball in, in, in play time was just over 30 minutes. I mean, that is shocking. Uh, it's not and, a great advert, is no, it? No, it's not. And look, it's really frustrating. When you're a team that wants to generate tempo, you want to have tap and goes, you want to go, and the Springboks are going down injured every two minutes, mm. then you just can't achieve that. And uh, I think there's an onus on the officials to address that issue. Fine, if a guy is injured, he's injured. But even, you know, there was a time, it's, you know, that you'd only get a one-minute break for an injury. Mm. Now it's almost like a timeout in American football. It's just, uh, you know, everybody takes a break and there's water comes yeah. on and it's so stop-start, you achieve nothing. Yeah. So I think that'll be one of the, the, the main goals for the Lions uh, tomorrow is to lift that tempo. Mm. I also think... Uh, the change in officials, having a, a French referee, Matthew Reynard, comes in for this one. And I think, you know, a lot of, uh, obviously, spotlight on Nick Berry, the Australian official, after the first test. That, as a consequence, put huge pressure on Ben O'Keefe, who, in the circumstances, I did, I, I thought, did well last yeah, week. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Even if the whole thing was a bit too pedantic. There's been no talk of officials this week. I think Matthew Reynard... He's been the assistant referee for the opening two tests, so he's mm. been able to sit back on the touchline. Like, these guys know what's going on. Reynal is the most experienced. He's the oldest of the three officials. He's the most experienced. He's also has a direct line. Joel Jutes is the, is, if you like, the refereeing guru for world rugby. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt he'd been on to his buddy during the week and just getting a couple of uh, uh, leads from him. Mm. Um, and but, he may be French, but he's a Six Nations official as well. That can't do the Lions any harm. No, I think it'll help the Lions. Um, communication will have to be simpler. Uh, to be fair to Reynal, I'm not 100% sure just how much, uh, how good his English is. So, uh, but that's a good thing in a way because the messages have to be concise, short, sharp. Um, but while it's a good thing in the context of control, uh, I'm not so sure it'll be a good thing from the point of view that. French referees, by their nature, tend to reward the team that's going forward. They have a more simplistic approach to mm. things like scrums. If you like, it's old-fashioned interpretation. If the team is going forward, they're the better scrum. Yeah. And that might be something that the Springboks could benefit from. Um, it's certainly one area, psychologically, where they look to really punish you. Mm. And for me, the key element there is going to be Wynne Jones. Had been selected at loose head for the first test. Um, the Lions, like he's the third starting loose head in the series. Uh, Rory Sutherland uh, got the first test, didn't quite work out. Makovunopoulos, second test, again he uh, suffered badly as the game went on mm. and Sutherland didn't have an impact off the bench. 
So I think the Lions will be putting a huge amount of stock in the solidity that Win Jones brings to the early scrums. Mm. And that's going to be hugely important to paint that positive picture for Reynal so that you can just, okay, the ground, the battle ground has been set there. Yeah, everybody's okay. Move on now and we look at somewhere else. Yeah. And, and just moving on to the other changes, of course, next to Win Jones is his Scarlets and Wales teammate Ken Owens at hooker as well. That could be a, a significant kind of, as with Bundyaki coming in for, for uh, you know, inside centre, moving out Robbie Henshaw, there's an all-island combination of midfield. And, and these changes have all brought a bit more continuity to the Lions, do you think? Yeah, I think so. Well, it certainly, it brings comfort. Yeah. In a game of this magnitude, it's certainly... It, it, it's easier when you're so familiar with the guy next to you. I mean, mm. we've seen it throughout the tour on and off the field. Uh, Bundy Aki and Robbie Henshaw have been uh, like the terrible twins. They've been inseparable and uh, they're so comfortable with each other. I'm actually looking forward to seeing Robbie getting an opportunity at 13, maybe a little bit more space available to him. I think he'll feed off of Bundy Aki. I mean, that, he's been brought in really, A, to challenge the gain line when the Lions have possession. But secondly, to stop Damien Diolande, who's been, I think, outstanding in this um, series. I mean, you look at him, he reminds me of a player. He's comfortable at whatever level he's at. Mm. You know, he's been, there's been times with Munster where, you know, he's, he's been at a certain level. Um, I think he adapts to what's happening. It could be a Pro 14 game against the Dragons or someone. He'll just do enough. Mm. But when it's required of him to step up to the next level, he's done that. Uh, so Bundyaki has a job there. But again... There's plenty of familiarity. Munster and Connacht would have played against each other on so many occasions last year. There's going to be no surprises. Uh, I think on the flip side, he was playing the role of Dialande in Lions training for the two weeks building up to the opening yes, two tests. Right. So, uh, God, he must be going to bed at night with Dialande <laughs> in his head. So it'll be interesting to see how that one works out. Yeah, yeah. South Africa have made some changes as well. Injury in force for the most part. Um, no Faf de Klerk, no Peter Steff de Toy. Uh, in the back row, so uh, significant changes at nine and on the open side of the back row. What do you make, how will that impact the, the way the box are um, going to address this game? Well, I think they're going to have to play slightly differently given that De Klerk isn't there. I mean, let's be honest, for me, uh, Peter Steff Dutoy, Faf De Klerk, Andre Pollard, they're probably the three most influential players mm. on that Springbok team, and two of them are now missing. Mm. On the flip side, the Lions, again, I have never seen the Lions get to a third test in a series without having anybody injured. Mm. It's absolutely phenomenal. Now that Finn Russell is back and he's available, to have the whole 40 players they have in the group available for selection, it's never happened before mm. in the Lions series. And tis the home team are the ones really who are struggling from that point of view. Uh, I think uh, Kobus Reinach. I haven't seen him play a whole lot for Montpellier in the last year, but certainly when he was playing for Northampton, your own, mm -hmm. your, your your own club in the in the in the Premiership, alongside Dan Bigger. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I forgot mm. about that, but uh, I mean, he was a huge force yes. in the Gallagher Premiership. Yeah. But he's different in that he kind of stresses back rows a bit more. There's more of a break in him, mm. uh, and he is pacey. Yeah. He's a bigger, stockier Very quick. Lump Very than, quick. Yeah. So. Uh, that's going to be interesting. I, but and an intercept threat as well. He loves looking for an intercept. Yeah. Which again puts... But the Lions have to pass the ball to intercept it. <laughs> I think Dan Bigger only passed it three times yeah. for the entire test. So he, he'll have to pick his moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, 
it's that I mean Reinach in particular he's not Faf de Klerk but he's still a threat he is but uh, Faf de Klerk's box kicking has mm. been, played a major role for the spring box I mean we all know just how influential that kicking game has been so does that mean that there'll be more pressure on Pollard now to deliver the kicking role um, I haven't seen Reinach as I say in terms of, of his kicking game now he did come on he played in that A game mm. back God, it seems ages ago now, and three he actually, weeks. yeah, I mean, mm. three weeks, long time on tour. Um, <laughs> but he was influential that night. The other one, Peter Steptoe is a massive loss, and as a consequence of that, I think uh, the Springboks have compromised. Franco Mostart is a second row who can play in the back row. Mm. Uh, they, they, you know, once they're once they sort of replace the three totems in the lineup by bringing on De Jaeger as an option to um, uh, both Etzebet and Master. Their whole lineup took off as well last week. That's why he's there. Uh, plus, I think Master is actually a very good player. His work rate is phenomenal. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Interesting for me, Jasper Visa has been sort of retained out of necessity. Dwayne Vermolen was coming back in the sort of the big return. That was mm. going to be the psychological boost that the Lions got when Wynne Jones, Alan Wynne Jones came back into the scene hasn't quite worked out they reckon he's about a week off full fitness mm. so Visa who was taken off last week um, you know and, and didn't have a great game you just wonder what his mindset has come in into this one will he be so relieved and delighted to get the opportunity that he's going to burst out of the blocks or if he drops that early ball for the restart I think that's going to have an impact because the box now they've no second row replacement on the bench which is mm. huge for them Obviously, R.G. Snyman is, uh, you know, he's been ruled out. Uh, Mostart would be, they'd hope that he'd go 80 minutes and he'd move back into the second row. But they have what they call two fetchers, Van Straden and Quagga Smith, mm. uh, who are more grown players, yeah. if you like. And they've moved to a 5-3 five, a five, bench as well. Yeah, and Marnie Stain, 37 years of age, <laughs> hasn't played for the Springboks, I think, since 2016. 2016. And when you go correct. back, his first cap was that incredible day in Loftus Versfeld 12 years ago. I'll never forget the crowd. Uh, Ruan Pina, former Ulster scrum half, was the 10 mm. for the box, missed a couple of kicks. And uh, Franz Stein is a bull. So he was at home in his, in his ground. And all the crowd, I was doing commentary and all the crowd in front of us uh, Peter de Villiers was the Springbok coach in the box directly behind us but all the crowd turned around to the box their backs to the action on the field they started demanding Mornay Stain Mornay Stain and the pressure on de Villiers was growing mm. he'd no choice but to put him on <laughs> brings yeah. him on for his first cap and he ends up being the hero with the that hero. kick at the death you just wonder could history repeat itself yeah what price on that well, to be great Stain, for, Stain comes on and he's presented with this. Yeah, I mean, it would be incredible. History does a habit of, a, of repeating itself. Mm. Uh, but I think that 5-3 split, you know, that's what they had in the first test. Uh, they weren't able to bring on the ammunition up front that, that sort of closed out the game. And that was a key factor in that first test. It was. Yeah. So but, how... how how is this going to play out, Lionel? How, where are we going to be in 48 hours' time or 24 hours? I've lost track of where we are. I think it's Friday, isn't it? It is Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's lunchtime. And just for the clarity, <laughs> I am also on sparkling water, not gin and tonic. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how are you seeing this third test? 
Uh, Will history repeat itself in, in a positive way for the Lions, a la 1974, a la 1997? You'd like to think so, because I think they'll be huge. It's been such a difficult tour with so many challenges in so many ways. Provincial games really were rubbish. Uh, we're now playing the fifth game in a row in the Cape Town Stadium. So, like, there's no kind of home advantage even. Mm. There's no crowds. So everything has been put on the Lions table in order to win. I think the only thing that will save the Tour is a series win because I think there's been, uh, you know, I, I just don't think people have engaged in the Tour as much for all those reasons that we've highlighted. Uh, so I think it's vitally important that, that the Lions finish the thing on a positive. I think they're capable of doing that on the basis that, that uh, as we mentioned, the Springboks are missing two key individuals. Uh, I think the changes that the Lions have made, I mean, God, I just can't understand how Liam Williams hasn't started a test with the Lions, wasn't even on the bench last week. Mm. You know he will be up to the aerial challenges. The question, of course, of whether the Springboks will kick to him. Will they keep the focus on Duhan van der Merwe? I mean, Williams can cover the entire backfield, mm. um, but I think he'll be a positive influence. Um, Win Jones, as I mentioned, scrum-wise, uh, they, and they've gone for broke, the Lions, in picking both Sam Simmons and the the, the ace juggler, if you like, in Finn Russell. And we mm, have to speak about him. Yeah. Uh, the, the reason he was selected in the first place was to bring something different. So I think it would have been the dereliction of duty almost from the Lions had they not selected him on the bench. Because they may need that. He could yet be the point of difference uh, in that last 20 minutes. But all that is irrelevant unless the Lions can win, not just win ball, but mm. win quality ball, and try and retain it where they build through three or four phases, at least to stress the Springboks out wide. We all know the Springboks, they defend narrowly. The Lions haven't found a way to get around that defence as of yet. If they're going to win it, you'd imagine they have to score at least two tries. Absolutely. Um, Something not many teams have done against the Springboks since 2019. No, it isn't, but look... You've a lot of, uh, like, I think Gregor Townsend really has to earn his corn this mm. week. Uh, the bottom line is he is the attack coach. You know exactly what's coming. Like, we, we could predict before the test series what was coming. Nothing has happened in the last two weeks. The Springboks, apart from maybe changing their kickoff strategy last week, did anything different. They just did it all better. Mm. Will they be able to go up and over their level and do it better again? They certainly won't change. Mm. Um, they too, in my view, have X Factor out wide that they haven't utilised in Mapipe and Colby. Yeah. No, if, if it gets to the stage where the game breaks up, which is what the Lions might want, who knows, it could even backfire because that could well produce opportunities for broken play for their back three, who are very good, as is Lokanyam. Um, so it's, it's a difficult one to call, really, and uh, oh God, I think it's, it, it's really going to go down to the wire. Like last week, None of us would have predicted the margin of victory no. for South Africa. The game just got away for the Lions mm. and they weren't able to um, get back into it. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hope the Springboks have, have put all their eggs into the basket of just getting back into the series and that the Lions will come again. I think we'll have to leave it there, Donald. Thank you very much yeah, for that's all great. your efforts. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, that's it after a nearly, I think, a year of, of rugby. It's been a long old season, hasn't it? A long Great season. Great place to finish it, though. Yeah, well, listen. We'll take that. Absolutely. Cheers. Thanks very much.
To know what's really happening, subscribe to the Irish Examiner today at irishexaminer.com forward slash subscribe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 